Yeah, there were a lot of times where I didn't really enjoy Thanksgiving because I felt like I couldn't relax and I was so fixated on what to eat. I mean, even before I arrived to Thanksgiving, I was like planning in my head what I was going to eat. What's up, what's up? It's Amanda and it's Shima and welcome to another episode of Grow Good Feed Yourself. What? How are you guys doing? Happy Monday. Happy Monday yet well, again. We're recording on a Monday but you'll be listening to us on a Wednesday. So happy Wednesday to all of you. Yeah, we record two days in advance. We do. Because we need some time to edit our music and our little fuck-ups. <laughs> Although we're trying to roll with fuck ups, so I think yeah. I think it makes it more real. We are not a professional podcast, so we're we not enjoy a corporate the fuck podcast. Ups. No, we're not. A, we're not Trump Radio. <laughs> we are not reporting to the White House live with CNN. <laughs> we're keep it real. Keeping it real. It's a beautiful fifty-five-ish degrees, mm-hmm. which is not cool with me. I'm, I mean, I'm happy with it, but I'm also not happy with it and I will tell you why in our fed up oh scenario or game or whatever we want to call that I'm really glad it's not raining today it's been raining a lot yeah although you know I like raining days if I have to sit at home and work and Mm. keep to myself I don't know why I just feel like it helps the mood of being productive yeah especially yesterday well yesterday didn't rain but I spent the entire morning because I had so much work to do from the entire week that I needed a break and I decided to deep clean my entire home that feels good it feels so good to come home to like fresh everything yes get all the dog hair away yes (laughs) and then Remy stares at me like you removed all of my markings in this home I now must start over she's like no one even knows I live here yeah well she's not careful I'm gonna vacuum her because (laughs) she might fit in there her fur is just getting out of control I cannot I even took her to the groomer to get d-shed done Mm -hmm. it's a special shampoo I'm not sure it did anything. Really? Like, they charge you 70 bucks, and I'm not sure it did anything. I but it was worth a try. Is it, like, per size or just? No, it's a one flat. I, sh- I shouldn't say it. it. was 70 bucks for the whole thing, haircut, nails, oh. plus the D-shed. So I think the D-shed was, like, $38 oh, okay. or something. Um, I think it worked a little bit, but not to the degree that I wanted it to. Yeah. I was hoping it would eliminate all shedding entirely. Yeah. That's the thing. We love our dogs, but damn. Well, that's what I get for not getting a hypoallergenic dog, which I thought she was because she's half poodle. Right. But that side did not come out in the fur. It only came out in the brain. (laughs) I will say my dog, Duke, who's a giant white fluffy dog. He's so cute. He is hypoallergenic, Mm, but he sheds still. So he doesn't have pet dander. Oh, okay. So apparently hypoallergenic dogs can also shed. Yeah. All right. Well, therefore, I retract my statement. I need to get a non-shedding dog, like a Labradoodle or something yes, of that nature. Yes, I want a doodle so bad. One day, so one cute. day. Um, yeah. How was your week? It was crazy. I didn't know. I have no idea where it went. I woke up today and I was like, I can't believe it's Monday. I, I felt know. like we were just here. I know, and I hadn't <laughs> seen you all week, which threw me off. Mm-hmm. Usually, we have a girl date once a week, but. This week, that did not happen, which is why we have so much to catch up on we now. Do. And you so. guys get to be a part of it. You get to be fun. a part of it. You get to <laughs> hang out with us and hear about our friendship as we go. Um, yeah, what are you fed up with this week? Um, 
I'm fed up with the time change. Yeah. I I feel like I should move to a place like Arizona that doesn't quote unquote celebrate. The time celebrate. <laughs> celebrate. Um <laughs> Or at least Florida, right? Where the sunset's pretty, it's warm. Yeah. I, I don't mind it getting dark at 5 p.m. if I'm by a beach. Yeah. And the and sun's pretty, and then night and comes out. Because I'm like a vampire. I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy the nighttime. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's throwing me off. My it's making me eat. Off. I'm eating dinner earlier, which is fine. I'm yeah. actually trying to eat earlier at night and stop eating by about 9 o'clock. Um but I also don't really eat until probably noon, one, one or two o'clock every day anyway. I'm not really a big breakfast person outside of a latte. So I do tend to eat a little bit later at night. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend all of you do that, by the way. <laughs> no. That's just, I've always been that way. I've never been into breakfast. Uh, my mom doesn't really eat breakfast either. So I think I just grew up not ever really feeling hungry in the morning. I like my body yeah. to wake up naturally and chug some water and get some Get some uh, coffee in me and then just, I eat when I'm hungry. Let's put it that way. I mean, that works for some people. I mean, there's intermittent fasting, right? Yeah, there is. That you eat till like 12. Yeah, and that's very structured. And I've, I don't know, I have mixed feelings on intermittent fasting. I've Mm -hmm. read about it. I've tried it. And Mm -hmm. I think for digestive issues like I have, it's really helpful just to let your body have full 12 hours. But Mm -hmm. I think... Do I think going beyond the 12 hours is necessary? No. I actually wrote a thesis paper on um, the results of working out with intermittent fasting and Mm -hmm. the results of working out without. And there's not a lot of difference. Um, A lot of people say you can burn more body fat on an empty stomach. And I agree. I mean, I don't think you should be eating certain things before you work out. Me personally, I don't like to eat before I work out Mm -hmm. because it, I don't like my body to be working in two different ways at once. Right. That makes sense. Um, plus, I work out as soon as I wake up. But mm-hmm. for someone who works out later in the day, it's inevitable. Right. So, again, I don't – putting a label of inter- intermittent fasting on it, I yeah. I think all these things are just ways to fuel unhealthy habits. It's. I'm not saying it's like an eating disorder, but I think right. it, it's just another thing to hold yourself to and, and to label yourself as. And I think we all just need to go back to – original thought of like just eat when you're hungry mm-hmm. don't eat when you're not eat what you're craving listen to your body and like find your own rhythm and everyone's going to be different so anyway back yeah. to your time yeah. change thing sorry <laughs> no that's okay no Rant. I mean that's really it's just throwing me completely off I my sleep is off mm-hmm. really that's I'd sleep is a big thing well, like, like waking up later or earlier yeah I'm waking up later but you're going and to bed I'm earlier going to bed later oh <laughs> But that could be my own thing. Um, yeah, wait, that seems backwards. Shouldn't you be going to bed earlier I because it's be. darker and waking up? I should be. Um, I don't know. I think I it's just the it's time me. of year, too. This, no, yeah. I feel the same way. I'm. Yeah. It's, it's harder to get up as early right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah, it. I mean, I know where time change came from. I'm not going to be like, well, who came up with this? Well, I know. What? Tell me about it. Oh, I don't think. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the Mayan calendar, know. isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was like. I think it's all the way to back to the Mayan. electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, don't know, know, actually. I have no idea. Let I feel me like Google we, it. Should we Google? I'm going to Google it really fast because I thought yeah. it was. Because they're. So Puerto Rico doesn't partake 
um, Arizona doesn't partake. How Arizona doesn't partake? No. That's why you They're said in, Arizona. Uh, yeah. I thought you were saying because it's just like a nice climate no. and sunny. Wait, how does that work then? That's what I'm saying. Because if it they're on West, no sense. they're on Pacific time. They're on their own time. So half of the year, they're the same time as everyone else. The other half How of the year. How do you just opt out of something to do with time when time is not something we can control? This makes That's no. That's what I'm saying. It's oh my so God, well, stupid. Maybe time is something we can all <laughs> it control. Is. It's all our perception. Well, guess what, guys? My phone says it's 1242. I'm saying it's 342. <laughs> so It is 342 somewhere. I am now Arizona. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to me. I know. Wait, maybe they just did that because they didn't want to have, like, they can just leave work an hour earlier. <laughs> well, it's five o'clock, even though it's actually four. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't our world know. does not make sense. Okay, mm-hmm. apparently in 1895, George Hudson from New Zealand came up with the modern concept of daylight saving time. He proposed a two-hour time shift so we'd have more after-hour after work hours of sunshine to go bug hunting in the summer. You mean to tell me that my whole life gets thrown off twice a year because a guy wanted to go bug hunting in the summer. I mean, I love New Zealand, but that's the story. I thought it was something. That is insane. You see in our whole lives are moved around. But now there's another website saying clocks in the German Empire and its ally, Austria, were turned ahead by one hour on April 30th, two years into World War I, to minimize the use of artificial lighting to save fuel for That's the war That's what effort. I was thinking, yeah. Okay, I think there's a lot of various claims Interesting. to the creation of daylight savings time. Maybe we'll never know, but yeah. either way, maybe we just will need to opt out of it next year. It's and interesting. Just, let's do and a then, protest. <laughs> and then, I mean, this time of year does change the, sun, the time the sun is up and down. Because of the position of the Earth this time of year. I just Like, don't, we're farther away from the sun. Right. We're, so. Apparently, we're a science podcast now. <laughs> Nerding History. out on science. you. Uh, point being, I still don't understand how Arizona can opt out of a situation. Yeah. They just said, nope, not me. That just, why did, okay, Benjamin Franklin voice. What was that? <laughs> She's You're ridiculous welcome. today. Okay, well, that's Amanda's fed up for the week. I'm going to talk, well, she talked about time change. I'm going to talk about the weirdness of climate change, but not really. We're not going to science stuff. Um, (laughs) I am fed up slightly with the inconsistent weather. Now, I am not bitching at the fact that it's 55 degrees today. I love a good mild day. It's kind of like my leather pants situation last week. I bought an incredibly cute, and I spent a long time looking, because when I buy things, I have to make sure I'm in love with them. I don't just buy a bunch of shit. Like, I like to have really good pieces in my closet. So, I wanted to find a winter sneaker that would also be waterproof, that had fur involved, that would be really cute with snow outfits, but also just casual, like, walking the dog outfits on a 30-degree day. Uh Uh-huh. It took me forever to find the right pair. I found the right pair. I spent the money. They arrived. I ordered them when it was 30 degrees outside. The day they arrived, Nashville has decided to go back up into the 50s and 60s. (laughs) So now I'm concerned that I'm never going to be able to wear these beautiful little sneakers that I spent money on. And they're just going to sit in my closet until next year. The other concern is for a period of the winter, I go to Florida. They will not be needed in Florida. (laughs) They won't. So this is one of my moments where I am fed up with the weather affecting my fashion choices. <laughs> yeah, especially in Nashville, I feel like 
you need boots for every you need boots you need three different coats i've got a snow coat i've got a fur coat i've got all my leather coats <laughs> jackets i should say i've got like the perfect 50s 40s you know nice coat to go out in mm-hmm. but then i've got like the a leopard fur coat for more of like the high 50s when i want to look like i'm wearing a coat and not right. be sweating nashville is one of those places where you need so many more clothes than you do when you're yeah. living in a place like florida yeah. um so, yeah. yeah, that's my fed up this week. It's really superficial and minimal, but I just hope it drops down to 30 degrees really quick because I want to wear these sneakers. I have a feeling that it will. Our f- first winter that we lived here was insane. Yeah. Like, New Year's Day. Oh, it was New freezing, was right? Like, I think that was the it first was year like I moved negative here, too. 20, it was 2017 going into 2018. It I don't remember what year I moved like here. Oh, no, that's something. right before I came here. It was insane. But I, I was in D.C. that year, so I, I remember the deep freeze of that yeah. year. Um, it was crazy. Yeah, so that's so, my yeah. fed up. Yeah. If you buy shit, <laughs> just don't even worry about the weather. Just buy what you like. Yeah. I'll wear it eventually, I guess. If you ever move to Nashville, you need one thing for sure, and that's rain boots. Oh, I thank God you didn't say cowboy boots or no, hat. No. I, was gonna I have a pair of cowboy you. boots that I've had. Since for like 10 years. And, and how many times have you worn them? Not since I moved here. Exactly. I wore them before, but I will, I refuse to wear cowboy boots in Nashville. Because I it's a cliche. I don't want to be a and cliche. And it also doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. I'm like, Nashville There is are not no country. cowboys no. running around Nashville. Okay? It is not country here. It's not cute. So Outside of Nashville is country, but. Stop wearing no. your cowboy boots. <laughs> I mean, you can guys. I'm not. It's fine. Wear them, but. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> it's definitely you can tell when someone's traveling here they're wearing like a flower dress with cowboy boots and taylor and a cowboy hat hair. and a bachelorette sash i'm like yeah you guys party yeah this is that's a great concept for a weekend um yeah. all right what oh, are you yeah. fuck yeah about Ooh. okay so new product launch Ooh. this yeah. is not a plug by the way yeah no we have a new fitness format that i'm bringing to um my wellness studio and it's bar and I'm really excited bar baby bar yeah so I've actually never taken a bar class which I'm going to try but I did try this workout today I kind of want to come over and try it with you actually we could just do it in the fitness studio here maybe we'll do that this week yeah maybe we'll do it we should do that one day this week and then go get food we'll video it so you guys can watch us that'd be so fun be bar babies so fun that would be fun. Yeah, I love it. I'm really excited. And I how do. many days is it? Um, so it's a six-week program, five days a week. Nice. And then there's, like, bonus workouts you can do on the weekend because bar is something you could do every day. Yes. So. I kind of – well, I don't do bar. I do P-Volve. Mm-hmm. Shout out to P-Volve, Steven Pastorino. So I didn't know this about bar is that it's influenced by physical therapy. Yeah. So a lot of I Pilates was, bar is, you. which – yeah, so P-Volve, obviously, Steven um, – is I believe a former physical therapist. Again, this is not a plug. Um, but we both love fitness and wellness. We can't help but talk about it. <laughs> I love workout programs that actually make my body feel better. I definitely mm-hmm. suffer with fibromyalgia. Um, just really sore all the time. Like mm-hmm. even even after rest days, like I feel like my body even just touching it is sore. I, mm-hmm. I feel like from years of gymnastics, and I probably need to go get this checked out, but I'm starting to notice like slightly arthritic reactions in my body a lot of the time and just weaker overall um and I think if you've done years of high impact sports like gymnastics or Mm -hmm. 
I can't think of another sport right now that's high impact, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, I think hitting right around that age of 30, you start to see the repercussions of that. So while I'm very thankful I went through all those years of athletics, um, I've definitely noticed that my body is very prone to inflammation and pain. And so, yeah, workouts like P-Volve, which are very physical therapy based and using resistance bands and light weights and Mm -hmm. nothing heavy, especially if you're five feet tall like me. Um, I've really appreciated how I feel after these workouts. And I still throw some cardio in. Mm -hmm. Like today I did a 22-minute P-Volve workout and I randomly afterwards just did 200 high knees just to get Mm -hmm. like a little bit of a cardio. But um, they launched a sweat series, which is just higher, faster paced. Right. P-Volve. That's good. So yeah, bar, P-Volve, all those. I, you know, if you guys do a lot of high intensity cardio stuff, like try and throw a couple of those workouts in twice a week, three times a week. You can message us about them. Yeah. Um, I think I also have like a free trial membership for people I can Mm -hmm. give out too. So if you guys want to try it and no, this is not a plug. I promise. We just really, (laughs) um, we like to tell people about things that work for us. Yeah. That's all. We do not get paid for this. So (laughs) that's a good fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So you have something exciting as well. I do. Our website is live. Yay. Yay. Um, I actually had someone message me this morning and say, wait, what do you do? Because they thought that this podcast and like my freelance writing was all I did for oh. a job. I was like, uh, no, I actually, I co-own a company that sells personal protection equipment to the military and medical industries. And we also sell safety equipment to the consumer industries. So anything for hazmat situations in the military and medical worlds, we provide all of the equipment to hospitals and different military troops um and for the consumer side we sell a lot of respiratory equipment and protection head impact protection and accessories and things to the consumer market so that is my actual job um and yeah for six years we've been one brand and one brand only and for the last year we tested the consumer market out and realized that there is a viable market there so I think in June, I proposed the idea to divide the brand into two. And now we have Peak Safety and Peak Response. And today, Peak Safety's new consumer site launched. Yay! And it's been crazy. It's been a month or two of hustling. I could not be more appreciative of the people that helped me out from the graphic design side to designing the website to the photography. Mm -hmm. It was truly a team effort on all accounts. And um, it's been a lot of sleepless nights and... Yeah, today it's live, and our first campaign for Black Friday went up, and I'm excited. So I'm really excited for 2020, a lot of reorganization in the company happening, and uh, my role will grow. So I'm excited to take over that side of the company, and it's my baby. It's my baby now. So I never thought respiratory equipment would be my baby, but uh, (laughs) that's life sometimes. I think the key thing as an entrepreneur is to – I was actually having a conversation with someone yesterday about really the – characteristics of being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and um it's naturally if you're an entrepreneur type you want to just do the things that you find you have a passion for Mm -hmm. and that's definitely what I did through the early years but now I've realized that it's it's more about looking for opportunities that are going to generate revenue for you and income um and putting your hand in a variety of fires and feed your passions secondary to that so Mm -hmm. Focus on finding an opportunity that's really going to build stability and long-term passive 
income for mm-hmm. you. Um, and then as you build that level of success, you can then branch off and follow your passions like this podcast or if you want to write, go write for publications and do all that. But yeah, I would say if you're just starting off trying to figure out what business you want to start, mm-hmm. really think about what product is really going to sell. Don't look at it more as what's viable, what is needed in this market versus mm-hmm. what do I care about and what would I want to buy? Right. Um, because that's not necessarily going to bring you the level of stability that you need in order to live an entrepreneurial life. Mm-hmm. So trying to remove a little bit of the passion out of it. You have to care about your business, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you have a business and you don't care about it and you don't have any emotional connection to it, I don't, to it, I don't agree with that. Um, you have to have some sort of connection. But just know that this is only one step and you'll start putting your hands in other fires and then you'll feel your passions are being met elsewhere. So that's my fuck yeah. Yeah. This week, um, the entrepreneurial starting businesses, careers, that's a whole nother episode. Yes. Because we're both doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do we have a, I think we have a fuck, no, we have a, we have a fed up. We do have a fed up. From someone, um, who is it? Let's see. I put too much maple syrup in this latte. I, I, you just tried the latte from the machine, which is vanilla. Um. It's going to be an interesting. I use one or two things in my lattes, oat milk lattes. I either do um, chocolate syrup, <laughs> organic, <laughs> but I do a little bit of chocolate syrup in the oat milk and the espresso, or today I did maple syrup and raw cacao powder Ooh. just to switch it up, and I like it, but I think I put a little too much maple because yeah. maple's stronger to me than cane sugar at times yeah it tastes great and I feel better about it but it's a little sweet yeah but I'm gonna drink it anyway because I'm not gonna waste (laughs) waste the stuff I buy I usually like my lattes just oat milk and espresso super plain I agree if it's a really good espresso you are on the money but yeah I haven't found a good I mean I use an espresso machine so Mm -hmm. the espresso espresso (laughs) they only (laughs) they only have one kind of decaf espresso Uh uh-huh um and i still haven't found oh my sneaker just squeaked sorry guys um i haven't found a good regular espresso yet with them so let us know if you guys use an espresso which one's your fave uh okay so let's do a fed up from our audience okay so irma is that her uh, it's handle? It's Irma Alicia Hernandez. Okay. Hi, Irma. Hi. So she says that she is fed up with people who lie and pretend to be something they are not. Like, how hard is it to be honest? It would be so much easier. Ooh. I agree. I agree. I would like to know what she is talking about specifically. <laughs> um, Tell us the deets. There's a variety of reasons people lie. Sometimes it's self-preservation. Sometimes it's... I don't know. They just feel it's easier to lie than say the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be scared of who they are. And I guess that goes with self preservation yeah. in a way. Too. But there's also two sides to every story. So, yeah. like, I know I used to hate, like, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would put on other masks, I guess, and pretend to be somebody else because I didn't think I was good enough. Um, insecurity insecurity Mm -hmm. and then as I got older 
God, it was so free to just not give a shit and just be myself. Oh, 100%. It's so freeing. It's the best. It's so freeing. Um, Yeah, I... This is, I, this is probably a topic that we have to dive deep into for a whole hour with you guys. Um, again, I still feel there's two sides to every story, and sometimes... Okay, omission is still a lie. Okay. I heard someone say that the other day, um, which, I mean, I've known the phrase for a while, but... Right. Uh, that's not the full phrase, by the way. I think it's legal. There's more of a legal jargon on it. <laughs> right. Um, but omission is still a lie in and right. of itself. But I don't necessarily agree with that because there's times where I've not said something specifically because the other person didn't need to know. And I knew if I said something, it would just cause an unnecessary fight due to their right their problems. Like years ago, I can think back of an example of yeah. that. Um, yeah. I don't really think omission is necessarily, necessarily lying. In a relationship, probably a different story. It um, depends on the context. This Everything depends on the context. Like, yeah. lying even depends on the context. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying you should lie blatantly and, like, skew a story and say mm-hmm. something different. But um, maybe yeah. the – I'm not saying Irma, by the way, but I'm saying in general. Sometimes people think they're being lied to and they're really not. But right. that's, their, that's their own insecurity. So right. – yeah, I think the summary of all this is just tell the truth. Yeah. Just be honest. Just, and if the person and, doesn't like it, they don't like it. You know? Yeah. That's and on them. I think, um, like, pretending to be something you're not, I when I think about that, I think about social media and how oh, yeah. there are tons of these accounts, like, thirsty. Thirsty. <laughs> and they're just trying to save face and be this thing that they think they need to be mm-hmm. when when really what people need is more humanity and more honesty and authenticity. Um, but they think they need to have the big and shiny things and, I don't know, have this perfect kind of look or say the perfect thing yeah, in order to I be think accepted so. or liked. Or And if that's if you want the big and shiny things in your life, that's fine. Yeah, then just, but just acknowledge it. Be honest about just it. say it, right? Like You don't ha- like, you don't have to have it to be something, but if that's what you want, that's fine, too, you know? I think what irks me the most is when I see, I, I see it more in women, because obviously I don't, I follow way more women on Instagram yeah. than men. Um, women who kind of claim that they have this lifestyle of Bentleys and Lebutons and, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, I love my Lebutons, but right. um, they kind of imply that they've they're living this luxe life out in California and Beverly Hills and they did it on their own. And right. meanwhile in the background is their husband who's yes. paying for a lot of it. And that's fine. Their, that's totally cool. Or their sugar daddy. Oh, right. And again, like that's the choice you want to make. That's cool. But I'd rather, I would be more interested in someone saying that right. and owning Being up to honest, it. Like, this than is just my like Instagram husband. Cause like when I, I'm sorry, like I, I am not in a position to go buy um, Chanel purses right now. No. I mean, I could, but I would have to sacrifice elsewhere, and it's not worth it to me at the moment. Right. So I think a lot of these women that are our age, with all of those things, they your phone every single time. <laughs> that ringing jingle, by the way, every episode, guys, is Amanda's phone. <laughs> it's her doorbell. I took it off airplane mode to see the comment, and it got us. <laughs> and she told us going into this episode, or told me that she, it was not going to happen. Um, Damn. Again, there is nothing wrong with where, 
where you're getting a lot of the things in your life from. There's nothing wrong with owning up to certain partnerships you have or dynamics in your marriage. Anything else? Let's just all be honest about it. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I saw on Instagram another Kardashian filter failure, failure, Photoshop what failure. What do you mean? They had a picture of, um, oh, this tells you how much I know about the Kardashians <laughs> or care. Um, uh, I don't know. The two younger Kim. ones. Oh, Car- Kylie? I think you said Carly. Carly. Kylie, Kylie and Kendall, I think. Yeah. Um, there was some post they did together and it was so badly photoshopped that their bodies looked fused together. And it was just like, we already know all of you. Why do they need to photoshop? Well, um, they went and paid money to look photoshopped. If you look at all of them 10 years ago, they don't look at all the same that they do now. Like completely different people. Like some, one of them's a supermodel. Great. But you paid to like, if I had the money to go get plastic surgery to look like a supermodel, or if we all did, I bet we'd all go do it and be Kylie Jenner of the world. So where I get a little frustrated is when people then say this person's the most beautiful person in the world. Okay. They're pretty now, but to me, most beautiful should be more like a natural beauty or if you're going to say she's the most beautiful then let's say let's admit that she did have a lot of procedures yeah. in order to look a certain way like right. again none of the things of that nature are wrong just right. be honest about it right and we have nothing against plastic surgery or no i mean i've i nothing wrong with i've that. had plastic surgery i have implants um I just said that on a podcast. <laughs> Luckily, I it's want, mainly women listening. I um, want to get Botox and fillers. I get Botox and I have, I do have my lips done, but that's mm-hmm. it. Um, people ask me sometimes, I'm not going to say a lot because that's a lie. Some people do ask me if I have a nose job. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I have not touched my face. I get Botox because I have TMJ and mm-hmm. jaw tension and I got my does lips done. Help? It does. It helps a lot. If you guys suffer with, like, grinding your teeth and jaw tension, you need to get Botox. Do they do it in your jaw? Yeah, they do it in the, um, what's the The muscle? The Yes, thank you. I was going to say mastodor, but that's not correct. (laughs) Is that a dinosaur? (laughs) No, I think it's the bull. The Spanish bull guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Is that a dinosaur? (laughs) A mastodor. It sounds like a dinosaur. We are really into the topics of science lately. Um, yeah, it does help a lot if you suffer with TMJ and I get a lot of facial swelling cause mm-hmm. I clench my jaw so much. So yeah. it helps. I go to skin farm here in Nashville for it. They are phenomenal. So if you guys need a place yes. to go, go there. But yeah, like I have no problem admitting that I have implants and I have no problem admitting that I've had my lips done, but well, I got my lips done yeah. because years ago I had to get veneers due to some teeth being knocked out and my lips no longer closed properly (laughs) with a different sized tooth so um yeah just own it like I don't if you guys don't like that I did that I don't really care (laughs) just to be honest yeah um do you boo do you what makes you happy if you look beautiful with plastic surgery great yeah but don't tell me you've never had it yes there's no need to lie about it I don't think it's healthy for other people either you're giving younger people the wrong impression that they need to be born a certain way and and then they also you're also giving them an insecurity of it's not okay to go and change something you don't like about yourself. Right. No one has ever said or should ever say to anybody that you shouldn't go change something you don't like about yourself. Right. If you it's don't your like body. your nose and you want to change it, go, girl, go. Yeah. Right. Just go promote the hell out of your doctor when he did a fantastic job <laughs> right. afterwards, right? Like, like there's hopefully. people behind that have done a great job helping you look a certain way. And yeah. if that makes you happier with yourself, then do it. It's like making conscious choices with your diet, too. Mm-hmm. It's all just your own choice. No yeah. one else's. And I know for me, I 
grew I started wanting to get my boobs done when I was like eight Mm -hmm. and I was stuffing my bra in second grade um and it was simply because and here's the difference I think it was a massive insecurity that I didn't think I was beautiful enough because I didn't have boobs and as I got older I started working on myself and finding self-love. And now I love my boobs and I don't want to get them done. But if I wanted to, I I would. If I love myself and I'm like, I still want this, then I would. And like last night, we were talking about Botox. Mm Because at first, Derek was like, not about it. And I was like, it's my body. Trust me, Yeah, why is he not about it? He wasn't. Now he is. Um, You don't have to tell me if you want to. Because I think he thought that it would make me look different. And I'm like, all Botox does is like... Makes you look more I'm not, awake. I'm like, I'm not getting a facelift. No, I'm he's not probably getting, getting confused. You know. I mean, it does lift you slightly, but it, it yeah. makes you look more awake. And it's also preventative, by the way. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm like, I get tension headaches. I have mm-hmm. jaw clenching. And I also am getting wrinkles. And I just don't want them. I mean, There's you know. There's nothing wrong with it. And so last night we were talking about it. And he was like... Um, what did he say? Shit. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, and he was like, well, if you don't get it soon, like, you're still beautiful. And I was like, I get what he was being really sweet. And I was like, I'm not. I was like, I know I'm beautiful. Thank you. I was <laughs> like, I'm not getting it because I don't think I'm beautiful. Yeah, no shit. I'm getting it because <laughs> I have headaches and my forehead feels like it's sagging You want to feel a little more awake and well-rested. And again, there's yeah. nothing. Some people need. I needed Botox. And genuinely, I say need it because I have a very um active face and like even the <laughs> girls at skin farm tell me I have a very strong forehead muscle so mm-hmm. it's genetic my I know my father has it my brother um so I started getting Botox at 23 years old yeah. and it's I it's helped me sooner. it's been preventative but um everyone's different and again mm-hmm. the same thing with implants like I had mine done twice because mm-hmm. the first time I got them done I loved them but then three years in I realized they didn't look natural enough right and so I went and got them redone to the point where I like them now. But I'm still like, okay, if I was to get them done again, which I will, what would I change? The thing mm-hmm. is, you can you can go and try something like implants. I'm not saying every plastic surgery procedure. Right. And if you don't love the outcome, like obviously what I liked at 20 when I was more into fitness um, modeling, quote unquote, and cheerleading mm-hmm. is different than the look that I'm going for now at 30. So it's okay to venture off and try something in your 20s if you have the means to do so. Mm-hmm. And then decide you want a slightly different look in their 30s. Guess what? It's your yeah. body, your choice. And Same with can, husbands. They can, can be can encouraging, always, but it's not it's not their choice. Right. And you can always take them out if you wanted to. 100%. There's you can always, get them removed. Yeah. Like, There's, you know. I just don't. Again, it, your fucking body, your choice. That's what yeah. I'm going to fucking say. Like, you you want to go get implants? Girl, go rock them. Yeah. And, Send us an after picture. Yep. And just go to somebody who's reputable. Don't get like some cheapo things that are bad for your health. No, I would. I only go to one doctor and one doctor only for that. Um, I've sent family and friends to that same doctor. I will fly to go see him if I have to. He is phenomenal. um, And I vouch for him. So yeah, do your research. I have a friend who's done stuff in uh, Miami and I'm like, I would go to that person. You know. Sometimes you have to really venture outside. Like, don't just go somewhere local because it's convenient. Um, yeah. But I think we should do a whole plastic yeah. surgery episode. We, where yeah, we will. We want to do an interview with a plastic surgeon here. So, yeah. That's coming up. But um, what are we talking well, about today? I forgot. Um, how to 
deprive Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's Thanksgiving week. Shit. Yeah. My parents come in tomorrow, which is crazy. I've not yeah. seen them for a few months. Do they live in Maryland? No, they live in Naples, Florida. Oh, okay. okay. Beautiful Florida, yeah. Um, My grandpa lives in Naples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I knew your yeah. family was in Florida, but yeah. I didn't know they were in Naples. Most of my family's in Maryland. He's Shout the out only to one Maryland. who's in Florida. I grew up in Florida, but none of my family lived there. <sighs> well, Naples is beautiful. Yeah. It's like the Beverly Hills of Florida. Um, yeah, usually I go to them for the holidays, and that's why I split, spend a lot of time in Florida, because I also have warehouses in Tampa. So nice. starting next year, I'll have to divide my time a lot more. But um, they're coming up here to Nashville because... They may not be able to next year if I'm all over the place. So, yeah, they're staying at the Grand Old Opry. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll hang out and get Chinese food on Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'll let you – I'll report back next week how that is. That Um, sounds fun. Yeah, so we really wanted to touch base and talk about maintaining uh, your exercise and food approach on days like Thanksgiving and really looking at it as just another day. Yeah. You don't have to fall into the premise and all these memes going around about setting your scale back 15 pounds for Thanksgiving day. I don't know where this, it happens though. It does happen, but I'm not sure sure where this all started where like all of a sudden Thanksgiving, we all associate as the day that you go overeat. Yeah. I'm not sure where that came into play. It's like setting up yourself for eating disorders like binging Mm -hmm. because you don't like people will not eat all day and then just like stuff themselves for the rest of the night 100 percent. it's usually not on the healthiest foods i mean i i guess because thanksgiving such a food oriented holiday that's where it all came about but i think it's up to us to literally just look at it as it's just another day it's a celebration it's about family it's about Mm -hmm. relaxing it's about a day off football if you're into football (laughs) american football watch it enjoy it um eat some good food and get back to your day on friday and resume with your life so there's a lot of tips and tricks though um you know you can take traditional thanksgiving food if you are eating that and make the recipes a lot cleaner and there's certain sites online you can refer to for that but I think also if you're in the health and wellness world or you at least have interest in it it's it's pretty easy to come up with um ways to make a healthier green bean casserole or stuffing right like stuffing you don't have to use a ton of dairy and eggs and cornbread and all that like Mm -hmm. you can focus more on um whole grain bread and veggies and using bone broth to thicken things natural ingredients natural ingredients like stop i would say even cranberry sauce like make your own yeah and instead of using white sugar maybe use agave or monk fruit fruit if you if you can tolerate monk fruit Mm -hmm. um or coconut sugar as well yeah yeah there's there's many again it all comes down to how much effort you want to put in and how much you care about your body and everything you eat on Thanksgiving can be made in the most clean, simplest way. Yep. But it's up to you to do so. Don't feel weird if you go to your family's house and you bring a dish with you that's oh, cleaner yeah. than the most. Like, and that's what you focus on for yep. the day. It's, there's nothing to be embarrassed about with that. It's Absolutely not going to fa- – I mean, it, typically, I can't speak for everyone's family. Right. But it's not offensive to everybody else. Like, I right. think – and it's nice to bring a dish. You're like, I'm bringing this. You don't have to make it. A hundred percent. And I think the only times, the only reason a lot of people feel judgment in that regard is from people that aren't necessarily respecting themselves enough to do the yes. same thing. Yes. 
the only people that are really judging you are the people that want to change themselves yeah. but don't have the knowledge or the motivation to actually do so and right. they're jealous in some and ways then, and then that's on you you have the opportunity in that case to be compassionate and then just encouraging yeah you know like here try it mm-hmm. let me know what you think do you think this tastes good it's healthy like surprise surprise 100% or don't even say anything just put it on the table don't even don't even announce when you go in you know even if you're say you're a vegan and you come in and you bring a few vegan dishes like you don't have to tell everybody that you're vegan that's true sometimes it's easier just to go with the flow like no one's gonna look at your plate and be like why aren't you eating turkey right um I've had many a vegan Thanksgivings and I just eat all the sides and I always always bring a salad Mm -hmm. I always make this huge chopped kale salad that's so good that I always bring for the holidays and it surprises everyone and then there's this um like superfood pudding pie that I make that's really good it always surprises people too and I don't say anything and I'm just like here and they're like oh my god this is so exactly and they're just like what this is healthy (laughs) yeah we do the same we do an apple crisp with um an oatmeal crumble on top and coconut sugar and no one knows yeah you don't have to say anything you don't have to announce to the world all the right. time when you're eating cleaner than the rest. Okay, just right. say less. Focus on yourself. Don't worry about other people. They don't need to know your dietary choices right. all the time. And it's the same thing with working out. Like if you want to work out Thanksgiving morning, great. But I don't I don't suggest you go wake up Thanksgiving morning and do a workout that's 3 times more intense than you normally do because right. you think you're going to eat more. To me that's setting yourself up in your mind. You're putting this my, you have this mindset of, okay, because I worked out harder now, I can go stuff myself. Yes. I think if you wake up, you do your normal routine, mm-hmm. then you're going to approach the day and, and approach food in the same way that you would, you would on any other day. And then, yeah. girl, you're not stuffing yourself. Yeah. I think, um, I think you should approach Thanksgiving just like any other day because, let's be real, it's supposed to be one meal. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be all day. day. So I think you should wake up and do your workout, not to earn your food, but because mental health is a thing. Because you want to move. It's like good for your body, like movement medicine. It is medicine in a way. And you should work out because it makes you feel good. And then drink your water. I agree. I, the, whole like, pr- the whole connection between exercise and food and the, oh, we exercise so we can eat more. That's, that's that needs bullshit. to be eliminated. That's um, like a another form of a disorder they're two very separate things and we talked about this on primary and secondary foods like your relationship with your food is very different than your relationship with exercise Mm -hmm. um and you need to look at them in two very 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 different ways um but i will say holidays thanksgiving specifically for me in my younger years used to be very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and that's because i was suffering with eating disorders um Now, I, when I say eating disorder, I say anorexia or restriction. I, mm-hmm. The term anorexia, there's so many, again, there's so many different variants. Like, right. that's such a broad term. Right. So I'm just going to say food restriction. Um, mm-hmm. I never suffered with um, bulimia. bulimia mm-hmm. Sorry. I forgot the word there for a minute. Um, there were times where I definitely binged, but it was because I had restricted myself for so long and so many days that my body was starving itself right. and my mind switched into this overconsumption mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were a lot of times where I didn't really enjoy Thanksgiving because I felt like I couldn't relax and I was so fixated on what to eat. I mean, even right. before I arrived to Thanksgiving, I was right. like planning in my head what I was going to eat and I would be so paranoid. I would ask like my mom, oh, what's in that? Or mm-hmm. ask somebody else. And I can't quite remember what year it all clicked and turned around mm-hmm. 
And I will definitely try and think about that and tell you guys that story one day. But the minute that I changed my relationship with food, and I think it was also around the same time I changed my workout approaches, mm-hmm. and my body went back to equilibrium, and I had I felt more like myself and leaner, and I didn't feel inflamed all the time because of workouts, was when I also felt more comfortable with food. And I think traveling as well. Traveling a lot more in my life really helped me be more relaxed with food because I couldn't be so structured. Right. Um, and it, t- it took a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. There's been times still where I travel and I get really stressed out because I'm eating different food than I normally would at home. Mm-hmm. But I try and breathe through it. And I, I would suggest anybody that's finding this situation, particularly Thanksgiving, stressful, breathe. Tell yourself it's one day. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself that you are in full control. You choose what you're going to eat and you're in control of your body. Right. I promise you that if you relax just a little bit, actually a lot, but if yeah. you start with a little bit, your body is going to start relaxing too and you're actually going to get better results. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that compounded stress. 100%. Restriction really. brings stress. It brings anxiety yeah. and your body reacts to that. And that's kind of where this is all very backwards. So many right. of us have suffered with restriction. Right. Um, choosing to be restrictive because we're all trying to maintain a certain weight. Mm-hmm. But we're actually doing the opposite because our body's right. holding on to weight because we're restricting. Right. And in um, the beginning, it, you might lose weight, but then eventually it'll... Your metabolism slows down. Yep. Your body's going to hold on to water. Yep. It's going to hold on to fat. Yep. And unfortunately... When you're 20, that may work a little bit better. But when you're getting into your mid-20s, into your 30s, restriction is actually doing the total opposite. And you are really harming yourself. And the minute you relax your mind, the minute you start giving your body a little bit more variety, I'm not saying change your proportion size. Proportion. Portion size. Sorry. Um, But if you be somewhat mindful of portion size, but really just listen to your body and eat when you're hungry, eat what you're craving, and always... The most important thing is always just look for the healthiest version of what yeah. you're craving, right? Like, I'm, if you want to go eat pizza, go eat pizza. But instead of Domino's, go eat yeah, a real authentic pizza at a pizzeria. Like, yeah. it's, there's little things you can do. 100%. It's way more enjoyable. It's quality ingredients. Yep. And your body's going to feel better about that as well. So yep. I think the biggest thing with holidays, if you're really struggling with um, a difficult relationship with food, is just... To keep reminding yourself that the more you relax, Mm -hmm. the less you're going to be affected. Yeah, and you don't want to tell yourself you can't. I think that is... Never say that. Never. Yeah, as soon as you say, I can't, that's when you're like, oh, hell no, Mm -hmm. and you like go insane. So my kind of philosophy when it comes to plating my food at Thanksgiving um, is... so. I never host Thanksgiving. I'm always going somewhere else. So I am in control of like the salad I bring. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I always bring that just in case because while there's other veggies, normally there's not like a big salad. So I always do that. And so when I'm plating my food, I do at least 50% of the plate with salad and other veggies. If it's like, I'm not really a big fan of like green bean casserole. No, Um, me either. But I just knew that was a common dish. So I brought it up. I'm not a fan. So I would definitely do veggies. And then um, I take little dollops of all the things that I want, you know? Like uh, Derek's family makes this really good, like, uh, carrot souffle and corn casserole thing that I'm obsessed with. 
So I always have that. I never say I can't. It definitely has sugar in it. It definitely okay. has dairy in it. And like, I don't. Dairy's fine for a lot of people too, fine. by the way, which I want to get to that subject in a minute. But keep going. Um, so yeah, I'll just like fill up most of my plate with veggies from the salad that I bring. And then I take little dollops of everything that I want. And then if I want seconds, I don't go straight back. I don't devour my food. I eat it like a normal meal. And I normally don't do seconds. But if I do... And I don't do them just because I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I am, I'll go back, veggies most, mm-hmm. and then I fill up my plate with the other things that I want. But it's just, I Everyone's feel like more different. Balanced. If that approach, sometimes it helps to have that similar approach to you and, mm-hmm. and be a little bit more mindful and, and look at, again, like we all should eat more vegetables and lean proteins than, mm-hmm. I mean, I. it's hard. Everyone's different. Like I... I can't really do salad. So for me, um, what works for Amanda, which is Mm -hmm. a great philosophy. And I think a lot of people, if you're really just, if you're just learning how to create a well-balanced meal, that Mm -hmm. tip is phenomenal Um, to really load up the majority of your plate with veggies and, and simple foods and Mm -hmm. the indulgence um, to just add a little bit of that to each, a little bit of, I can't talk. A little bit of every little piece of indulgence to the plate. Right. Um, for someone like me who cannot digest a lot of the healthier foods like broccoli, cauliflower, all the cruciferous vegetables, mm-hmm. which is really unfortunate. Even green beans at times. Um, I've gotten to a point over the years where I enjoy eating clean so much that certain foods just don't – I don't even want them. Right. So apple pie to me, no, I, like it doesn't sound good to me. Right. I, I have no desire to eat – um, stuffing most of the time, right. unless it's like my mom's andouille sausage stuffing, Ooh. or it's a stuffing where I know the ingredients are actually clean. And that's not me with an eating disorder saying right. that. That's literally just taste preference. Yeah. When you switch your lifestyle to clean ingredients, mm-hmm. stuff that's no longer clean ingredients tastes like shit to you. Yes. Like it really does. It really does. You taste the artificial. I taste shit. everything artificial, even the McDonald's. Sugar, like, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Hundred percent, especially with sugar. Mm-hmm. Um. Even now, like, I love Chick-fil-A, don't get me wrong, and I'll yeah. eat some nuggets from time to time. Nuggets. But when I eat them, I dramat- like I taste the difference. Yeah. I feel and it afterwards. Super, it makes you super yeah. lethargic, too. It does. Um, like, yeah. It tastes completely different than eating a clean piece of chicken at home, obviously. So, Even the bread at Chick-fil-A, I feel like, has a lot of sugar in it. Oh, it does. I can it taste does. it. I'm yeah. like, whoa. They are, a lot of them have a lot of sugar and um mm-hmm ingredients in them so I think it's two very different approaches if you're somebody who's just getting into health and wellness um, for yourself I'm not mm-hmm. saying the industry and you're trying to alter your eating habits I think it's important to look at a percentage rule on your plate yeah and to focus on majority clean ingredient foods and vegetables mm-hmm. and the indulgent foods like 25 like a 25% rule if you're somebody yeah. that doesn't I know for someone like me who suffered with eating disorders to put things into such a calculated way right. actually can trigger eating disorders yeah, oh for yeah, me because it's almost sure. control and I get paranoid. Mm-hmm. Try the other approach of just be more relaxed and the only rule you ever have to follow is, is this food as natural to its state or mm-hmm. as close to its natural state right. as it should be? Right. And if you can't answer that, if you if you can't read the ingredients on the food you're about to eat, then don't eat it. Yeah. To me, that is the biggest rule that has helped me get through anxiety of eating and 100%. eating disorders and allowed my body to get back to a healthier place. So I think it's really cool here. Amanda's suggesting something that would work for some of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm suggesting something from the eating disorder side mm-hmm. that 
will really help with anxiety yeah. of like take all the noise away get yeah. rid of the noise in your head I think eating disorder 99% of the time is just voices in your head yep um so the trick to diminishing all that is to remove all the rules around yeah. food and just look at Enjoy. what matters to you the most and if clean ingredients matters to you the most mm-hmm. then that is all you need to worry about and I promise you the more you take that thought, the more you remind yourself of that every single day, the less you're going to fixate on food. Yeah. And it's funny. It doesn't sound like it works. I promise you it works. It really yeah. does. And I really think just staying on your routine. Yeah. You know? It's just like, another day. Work. Do your workout. Drink water. I think, you know, when you think about Thanksgiving, you think about the lethargic feeling that you have Ugh, the entire coma? day. The food coma. And it's you gross. just, like, pass that on the couch and that feeling feels like shit. Your whole body's inflamed. You can't Mm -hmm. move. You're not energetic. You can't have conversations and you're just like a zombie. And that doesn't feel good. So think about how you want to feel. And I really think drinking a lot of water will help. 100% water. Because you're having more sugar. You're having more salt. Like drink water to help move that out of your body. Um, And water really helps increase energy if you didn't know that. Um, and I know for me just having, cause I used to have disordered eating. I was thinking about when I went to New York for the first time, I was 18 or 19 or something like that. And it was my first time ever traveling. And I was so obsessed with counting calories and like I was having the morning hangries and I was with a coworker and she was like, we were trying to find something to eat, but I was so restrictive on what I ate that I was like, no, I don't want to eat there. I don't want to eat there. And then we got in a fight because she was like, fine, we'll just eat at McDonald's. And I was like, no. And then it was like this whole big thing because I was so strict on my food that made it, it made it not enjoyable. So what I have found, because I travel a lot, um, what's really helped me overcome that, I mean, that was a million years ago, feels like another lifetime. But what really helped me was just like, thinking about how I want to feel in mental health and just like staying like what Shanna was saying with like eating whole food that helps a lot um drinking water exercising staying on my routine and just um thinking about my mental health and how I want to feel I'd rather enjoy my life than stress about how many calories are in something and just that mindset shift really helped me to overcome that yeah. kind of disordered eating. Yeah, I think it's um, it's day by day. It's it's all mental. It really is. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. Like, I, I, I think I mentioned this in another episode that eating disorders uh, to me are a lot like addictions. You mm-hmm. can overcome it and you can find a way to manage it, but you're never right. fully going to get rid of those thoughts. Right. You just have to manage those thoughts and you mm-hmm. have to – use those negative thoughts that come into your head from time to time as um, catalysts into positive Mm -hmm. thinking and Amanda mentioned routine and consistency Mm -hmm. that has helped me a ton too Mm -hmm. I eat I'm gonna be honest I eat the same food every single day when I'm at home the only time I eat anything different is when I'm at dinner going out but even then the food I order at restaurants most of the time is very similar to what I eat at home that is not because I'm being restrictive it's because that's easiest for me and I'm at a point where those are the only foods I really really want to eat and I crave um 
Like when I go out to eat, I usually get salads with protein on it. Yeah. For and <laughs> for you know? that's great. For me yeah. it's it's usually protein and some steamed vegetable and carb. Right. Um sushi. That's why I love sushi, sushi. and tacos mm-hmm. and all those things because a lot of that is great portion size mm-hmm. and it combines all those simple foods into right. one. Again, it's I don't order the sushi rolls full of um, cream like cheese and fried, fried and tempura. <laughs> like I order simple sushi, not because I feel I have to. I'm just at a point in my life where that's all my body ever wants. Right. And that's, I don't like the taste of heavy stuff anymore. Right. It's a process. It's not overnight results. Right. It, Thanksgiving is honestly just another day. And I know we keep saying it, but listen to your body, listen to your needs. And like, you'll learn if, if you end up overeating on Thanksgiving, it's fine. It's fine. Don't, stress out the next day because yes. all that stress you're worried don't weigh yourself the all next the day. stress and worry <laughs> the next day is actually giving your body more opportunity to hang on to hang on <laughs> to inflammation to yeah. excess water weight all of those things if you wake up the next day and say okay i ate a little bit too much sugar yesterday mm-hmm. ate a little bit too much stuffing then just alter your meals the next day like make sure you don't do sugar on friday make right. sure you up your protein and lower your carbs on friday if you feel you need to it's just another day. I don't know. There's really yeah. nothing else to say yeah. about it. Like my philosophy on next day is like, cause I eat, I'll only eat my carbs after my, before and after my workout. Usually that's kind of what I do just cause it fuels my workouts. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found that works best for my energy levels. Um, cause I'm really sensitive to sugar, even if it's a natural sugar. So, um, yes, I eat too. my carbs before and after workout usually. Um, not to say I won't eat carbs at dinner or hat like last night I had shrimp and grits, which is not something I would normally ever eat, but I did last night, you know, I, I usually, mean, that's a pretty simple food. It was good. It was delicious. Um, yeah. but guess what? I'm still going to have carbs today and I'm going to, I already did my carbs workout. are not the enemy no, by the way. Like, I mean, some people are more sensitive to carbs. I know yes. for me, I hate saying for me, but it's the only point of reference I have, um, <laughs> I know when I eat certain carbs, my blood sugars spike. Right. So I don't, it's Same. not like I eliminate them. Like potatoes, for instance, if I eat a lot of potatoes, my blood sugar really spikes if mm-hmm. I don't have protein with it. Right. Which is also why veganism wasn't great for me because I, I need that balance. I'm very, I have very sensitive blood sugars, which right. I think you do as well. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean I'm eliminating them. Exactly. It just means I'm more conscious of where I'm you more put conscious them of how much of them I eat and and where I eat them. Like you eat carbs before and after your workout. Mm-hmm. I don't eat carbs really until dinner because my body and my mind. Also, yeah. this this is another thing with binge eating and right. um, restriction. Really, when you're eating every day, listen to your body on certain times of day and see what you're craving. Like for me, I crave carbs at night, mm-hmm. and I used to be a night snacker, so it helps me to eat my carbs at night versus the morning right um if I focus so on protein go. during the day I don't think about food all day like right. if I have if my lunch is predominantly protein mm-hmm. I don't have to snack until dinner mm-hmm. and I don't think about food until dinner right reverse if I eat carbs for lunch you're gonna be hungry like I think about soon. food the rest of the day yeah so that's again something I've learned over time right so a lot of my meals is protein for lunch chicken and bone broth mm-hmm. and dinner is usually honestly a bowl of pasta and veggies mm-hmm I feel satisfied that way. For you, right? you do your carbs in the morning and you yeah. do leaner proteins at mm-hmm. night. Everybody's yeah. different. So yeah. what we're saying is not like you don't have to follow either rule. Exactly. 
you may be someone that likes carbs for both meals and that's right. okay too. Right. Just maybe one meal Have has less carbs than the other. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes down because portion of your foods is important, not portion like minimizing and only eating like a granule mm-hmm. of right. carb, like 100%. one rice granule, but like having a proper portion to go with protein and with mm-hmm. veggies, if you can have veggies, but like, you know, just so you're not overdoing it in one macro right. and underdoing it in another. So I think, you know, it's different for everyone. And what you're hearing here is years of figuring out what works for Trial us and, error. and mm-hmm. you know, and taking different things and different concepts and applying it and saying, okay, what's this? How does this work for me? And then the key I think is paying attention to your body and your mind mm-hmm. because no doctor, no nutritionist, no fitness expert, not us is going, <laughs> not us is going to know your body than you more than you do. And it's even yeah. if they're educated and extremely knowledgeable in science and biology and the body, like, yep you are the only expert in your body so you have to pay attention to how you're feeling like i've never been tested for any food allergies but like if i eat onions i know i feel tired i'm the same way with garlic super lethargic Mm -hmm. garlic makes me feel like shit yeah so it's just like dairy too i don't i know yeah i don't think i'm we're not i wouldn't say we're allergic I i wouldn't even say i'm sensitive to dairy i just notice in the states if i eat dairy i feel more congested the next day yeah I start getting phlegmy yeah I get like really (laughs) heavy headed um Uh but if I eat dairy in Europe totally fine interesting that doesn't mean I'm walking around saying that I can't eat dairy that's not true it's the same thing when people say they can't eat gluten and it's okay some people are allergic some people genuinely have celiacs okay the percentage of people that genuinely have a gluten intolerance very 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 small yeah a lot of people eliminate wheat from their diet and then say they can't eat gluten right when it was like okay well maybe you were buying pasta that wasn't made sourced from italy for instance it wasn't sourced from a good place right um some people say they can't eat grains it's like okay but maybe you were eating high fiber grains but you could actually eat lower fiber grains like me i can eat white rice but if i eat brown rice it makes me bloated and sit the next day Mm. It doesn't mean I'm not going to not eat it. It just means that, like, I'm vigilant that I would always choose white rice over brown. And sometimes, too, if you restrict for so long and eliminate a lot of foods from your diet mm-hmm. and then you bring them back in, right. it's going to take more than a week for right. your body to learn how to digest those things again. Right. So, again, like, I think we need to stop with this whole I can't eat gluten. Mm-hmm. Unless you have gone to a doctor and they've said to you that you are allergic. Right. That's not true. Right. It just means that you choose not to because yeah. you don't like how it makes you feel. Yeah. Or you haven't given your body enough time or you're not sourcing it from the right places as well. So there's a variety of factors. Right. And I think sourcing when it comes to food is super, super, super important. So just pay attention to quality. It's always about quality over quantity. It's about um, your mindset around what you're eating. Are you grateful for what you're eating? Are are you grateful for what you are eating? Are you like giving thanks to your body? Are you um, like on your phone and reading or are on your phone and eating and like kind of are you stress eating are you stuffing your face and eating really fast and you know not giving your 
body a chance to actually digest. Uh-huh. Are you chewing your food, which is oh, huge. Oh, that's so huge. I notice when I don't, I get really bloated. Yeah. Like yep. you're supposed to chew your food 30 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so no one's doing no that. No one's doing that. No I try to that. do my best, but I'm not chewing 30 times. Um, but hey, 15 times, 10 times is better than one, two swallow, you know, like chew your food, be conscious, like kind of do mindful eating and be grateful for what you're eating and give joy to your food. I think that I know it sounds silly, but like those little mindful tips help with how your body is digesting and processing the food that you're eating. Yeah. So digestion starts in your mouth so it does it starts in your mouth your food choices start with your brain again I think the whole premise here is really taking the time to figure out what works for you and Mm -hmm. eliminate that stress and anxiety and um, don't expect overnight results but I promise you the more you relax about food and you focus on choosing things that genuinely nourish you versus just eating whatever you want I promise you it gets easier over time Mm -hmm. and focus on ingredients I can't say it enough if you eat I actually told Amanda this. I did a little bit of a trial over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Friday and Saturday, actually not Friday because I was out to dinner, but Saturday I ate brown rice pasta mm-hmm. for dinner and I woke up the next morning um, feeling heavy. Right. My body can't digest things that well of that nature, brown rice, broccoli, all that. Um, I just have a poor gut motility mm-hmm. at the moment um, for various reasons that we can talk about at some point. And then... Yesterday, I decided to eat whole wheat pasta from Italy, mm-hmm. and I went to Whole Foods. I picked out a really high-quality pasta, and I was like, you know what? I ate a lot of whole wheat when I was in Italy yeah. and in Europe and in Canada as well. I'm going to eat it here at home and see how I feel. I kid you not, I woke up this morning at 6 a.m. Mm. rocking and rolling. I did not need coffee wow. at all. I had coffee at 10 when we met, yeah. but I didn't even need caffeine this morning. That's amazing. But yesterday when I woke up after eating brown rice pasta, I felt like I could sleep for three more hours. So doesn't mean that a gluten-free brown rice pasta is necessarily the best thing for you versus whole wheat. And I don't know when whole wheat necessarily got a bad rap. Whole wheat actually has more protein. It can sometimes be less processed. Yeah. Um, It depends on the quality again. So I just urge you guys, get rid of all this shit you're seeing on Instagram that, oh, this girl went gluten-free and she looks tiny. I need to be... I need to be gluten-free too. Exactly. It's not the case. No. It's really not. So just give your body some time, experiment. But by the way, if you say to yourself in your head before you eat whole wheat pasta that this is going to make me feel like shit, you're, you're going to feel, feel like, like shit. shit. So you need to change your, your mindset before yep. you try new foods. Yep. But yeah, just to let you know, I can eat whole wheat pasta and feel That's fucking exciting. great. So That's awesome. again, it may just come down to where you're buying your ingredients from. Yeah. And they don't do genetically modified pasta there, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So... That's probably the difference, the quality. I think it's just really, you just got to take the time to look at where your food's coming from. Mm -hmm. I I cannot stress that enough. We are what we eat. You need to care about where your food comes from. Yeah. And you need to care about that, care about that more than you're counting calories. hundred percent. And just because a box says organic, um, I I can't remember the exact percentage. I can look it up right now, but I believe it's something like only 60% of the ingredients in a food have right. to be organic in it's order not, to make it, it organic. So it doesn't mean it's fully organic. So right. again, the less ingredients in your food, the better. The better. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's how, you know, yeah. don't stuff yourself this Thanksgiving. Stuff yourself with positivity and yeah. your routine and your exercise and relax and take care of yourself. Guys, just enjoy it. Like, we have like Treat I, yourselves well. Yeah, and those of you who work a nine to five, you probably have 
I don't know, Thursday, Friday off, mm-hmm. right? I'm assuming. Yeah. A long I think weekend. So. I, I mean, not so. everyone. When I worked in corporate, I didn't. Oh, have I think that Friday sometimes people work. Yeah. Sometimes. I know. So I will. if you do have a long weekend, take that opportunity to really work on yourself and nourish yourself. Have a relaxing, like take bubble baths, get a facial, like yeah. get a massage. You know, do things like think about it as a retreat weekend or something and 100%. take care of yourself and if you're going into thanksgiving saying oh i can oh shit i just hit my microphone sorry <laughs> if you go into thanksgiving knowing you can't wait to eat stuffing like eat that stuff. guess what then maybe just do purely protein if you eat breakfast and lunch i obviously i only eat two meals a day mm-hmm. but if you eat three or f- three with yeah. a snack i yeah, think like you um then do all protein for breakfast, all protein for lunch, and just distribute all your carbs mm-hmm. to dinner time for the stuffing. Yep. And if you eat a whole plate of stuffing, but you had nothing but eggs and bone broth and chicken for lunch, you're going to be fine. I promise yeah, you. Your body's going to be fine. And it's just one day. Even if you do overindulge, it's just one day you're not going to gain weight um, or change your body composition from one day. <laughs> no, you're not. This, the more you relax, too, the, you know, yeah. the less your body is reactive to yeah. that kind of stuff anyway. Yep. So... You want to do a game? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get off our high horses, as we always say. Yes. Get off the soapbox. And I, I really hope game. a lot of that made sense. I know we, like, jumped around a lot. Um, and I genuinely want us to get into talking about eating disorders yes. and um, bringing on some certified counselors yeah. of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of us all of us have mental things when it comes to food. I, yes. In a variety of ways. So... Um, you're not alone. Something we think about. We've all been there. And especially if you're into fitness and food, I think it's impossible not to have some sort of obsessive nature with food because like if we didn't, if we didn't have any obsessive nature with food, we wouldn't be in health and wellness, right? Right. Like it, it's kind of, you, you can't, you can't be obsessed with food and not be a health coach. It doesn't make sense. That's why we talk about this. We could talk about this for hours and hours and hours because we've spent years and years and years in ups and downs in our Mm -hmm. own personal yeah journey with it all so yeah but the biggest thing baby is stress yeah and I felt that this week my body is really angry at me today and that is because of stress yeah. so my stress goal this week is, is to chill yeah. still work and be productive but I gotta chill I gotta yeah. be less anxious so yeah Yay. all right game okay. time game time uh we are going to play um would you rather celebrity edition <laughs> This will be fun. So I'm excited. This will be interesting for me because I don't, I'm not super great with names, but there's pictures. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know a lot of celebrities either. So we'll have to um, look at pictures, but yeah. you guys will probably know. Okay. So do you want to, you want to, you go first. Okay. Cause you're um, holding the phone. So. Okay. <laughs> Who would you rather go clubbing with? Emma Watson <laughs> from Harry Potter. Yeah. Or Emma Stone, the redhead firecracker. I mean, I'm a redhead naturally, so I guess I'll go with Emma Stone, but I don't go clubbing. <laughs> she seems like she'd be really fun. I mean, maybe. Her characters seem like she'd be really right. fun. Right. I've never actually seen her not in a character, so I have no idea. That's true. Um, I have 10 bucks says Emma Watson's probably more fun. Yeah. That's her you name, think? right? Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Stone is the redhead. Yeah, Emma but the other, the other one. Yeah, one. yeah. I, Ten Bucks says Emma Watson's probably more fun because that's the one we expect not to be as right. Fun. <laughs> that's so usually like, how it goes. Surprise us. Yeah. Um. Okay. So how do we want to do this? Keep. You can keep asking, and then I'll. Okay. I'll ask you. 
who would you rather be your fiance and introduce to your parents? Uh, Chris Evans or Chris Pine? So Chris Evans. I see a picture of Chris Evans. Oh. I had no idea that were that was their names. <laughs> no, I don't really like either. So Chris Evans is isn't he the? He's in that super Marvel yeah. stuff, right? And then yeah. Chris Pine is. He's Captain America, and Chris Pine is who? I, I think Chris Pine is in a lot of like rom coms. Um, uh, I don't really like either one, <laughs> to be honest. You Looks wise, like. they're not really my type. They're a little too pretty. Um, not rough enough. No, there's. They not look rock like and roll enough. They look like they should be wearing Martha Vineyard's belts and. Yeah, like a sweater around their neck. Yeah, like very Lacoste. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Chris Evans, I guess. Okay. Sure. He looks a little less f- feminine than <laughs> than Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I would choose the same. Okay. Wait, you didn't say who you would want to club oh, first okay. with. Okay. Who would I club with? I would definitely club with Emma Stone. Okay. Sure. All right, we can all hang out. Yeah, Emma Stone hit us up. She seems like she would have me. But only time. if you bring Ryan Gosling. Otherwise, you're not invited. <laughs> no problem. Just kidding. He's married. He's a married man. Uh, so, who would you rather take on in a fist fight? Christina Aguilera or Christina Hendricks? I'm not Ooh, sure. Oh, another, r- another redhead. Hendricks? Yeah, she's in Mad Men. Oh, okay. Um, I do love... She's not a natural redhead, though. Oh. But she's still in my clan. I'm not... I don't look like a redhead anymore. I had no idea you were a redhead. Yeah, Until surprise. You said it the other day, I was like, "Huh?" Yeah, it's darker red though. It's not like uh, it's not carrot. It's more red wine. Ooh, it's, it's more fancy. <laughs> um, I'm team redhead. So would I rather take on an? Affi- I feel like Christina Aguilera would be scrappy. Yeah. I mean, she looks like a very different person now than she did a few years ago, but. I'm going to go with Scrappy. Yeah. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Um, I guess. Gonna, I would rather fight Christina Hendricks because I feel like Christina Aguilera could whoop my ass. Uh, Christina Hendricks might. She's a very... Um, I have never seen she's that. She's got a lot of power behind her. Ooh. I'm sure. Well, She's beautiful. She's, she's a beautiful woman, but she, yeah. She's got a... She's got a... She's got power on me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, with whom would you rather have intense sexual tension but never <laughs> act on it? Uh, Jake Johnson from New Girl. Um, Nick from New Girl. Yeah. Uh, or Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, not act on it? And not act on it. Well, could the other person intense. I act on it with? <laughs> it was intense in all caps. <laughs> but not act on it? No. Nope. Is that assuming that the other person I would act on it with? Okay, I'm going to answer this twice know. then. If it's somebody I can't act on it with, but the other guy I can, then who's the first person? Uh, Jake Johnson. Then I would have it not act on it with Jake Johnson, but definitely act on it with Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. <laughs> but if the other person's null and void in this scenario, then uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, because yeah. it would be fun to at least interact with him. Oh, man. Although I heard he's... I've heard he's crazy, but... Crazy? Well, like in a good out way. there. Oh yeah, we're a like little weird. crazy. Just like weird. I've heard like he's Jim kind Perry. of out. I've I've heard he's kind of out there. Let's, yeah, like a well, Jared Leto. So exactly, like they're, they're a little out there. They're a little out there. <laughs> uh, I would pick Jake Gyllenhaal for sure. Nice, good yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. I know. What was, what like, was his last? Jarhead, maybe? Oh, no, yeah. he's probably been in something since yeah, then. I'm sure. Yeah, he's been MIA yeah, for a while. Where are you at, Jake? Where you be? <laughs> Come back to my TV. We need to have intense sexual <laughs> uh, energy and not act DM me. That. DM me. Hit me up. <laughs> uh, with whom would you rather share the leading role in a big school musical? <laughs> Anne Never. Hathaway or Anna Kendrick? Um, Anna Kendrick is the redhead. Yeah. From she a redhead? She's a brunette. Oh. Auburn. In this picture, she's... Oh, Auburn, I Yeah, guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um... I find Anne Hathaway to be adorable, but super yeah. dorky. I love her. Anna Kendrick the same. But I'm kind of, I feel like Anna Kendrick's a little overplayed, so I'm going to say Anne Hathaway. Okay. Devil Wears Prada is such a good movie so that I'm like, good. yeah, I watched that movie way more than I yeah. should admit. Me too. Um, did you watch Princess Diaries with her? <laughs> yeah. A thousand times? No. You did. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> Well, I used to watch that movie and be like... Mary Poppins. <laughs> I used to Julie be like, Andrews. I wish... I used to dream that... That you would... That could happen to me. <laughs> that I would be a princess all of a sudden and have all these riches and like get a Slovenia complete makeover. Or wherever it is. Oh. And then one day I decided to do it for my damn self. I'll make your dreams come true. We can pretend. I'll wake you up one day. I'll be, I'll be Julie Andrews and show up. You are now princess of... Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> and I get a makeover. They pluck They pluck my uh, unibrow. Your unibrow that you don't have. <laughs> right? It was the worst <laughs> unibrow ever. Yeah, that's not makeup right there. <laughs> like a little oh, patch of hair. Oh, my Just put there. Actually, I just watched something with Anne Hathaway in it, and it was really, really good. Oh, Modern Love. Oh, I have The series on Amazon Prime. That. If you guys haven't watched it yet, check it out. It's seven episodes. Each story is... Um, a different love story but it shows love in different ways so it's oh. not like traditional man versus woman like there's it's not necessarily about partners sometimes it's through friendships but Ooh. it's seven different episodes I watched it all while working in one night and it was phenomenal and it's on Amazon Prime it's I believe an Amazon original show and it was written by Tina Fey and somebody Ooh. else but nice. um I think it's based off of something else that was on TV years ago but yeah watch it it you will cry cool. you will definitely cry I'm definitely going to watch it's it. It's so good. I started watching a Hallmark movie last oh, night. Oh, yeah. See my Hallmark Rex are rubbing I off. turned it on, and it looked it's so good. What was it? Um, I'm going to watch it today. Oh, my gosh. It was like a holiday affair, a winter affair. You sent me a screenshot of it. Yeah, I'm going to watch something it. something like that. And I found a new Hallmark show, by the way, because I finished I finished the other one. <laughs> just I saw it on there. I was like, oh, this is Oh, there you go. Yeah, about. I'm now watching... Um, Something Creek, and I can't remember. Not Shit's Creek, obviously. That's a brilliant show. But um, Cedar Cedar Cove. That's oh, it. Okay. Yeah. I'll it's so it's that. so dumb. But again, <laughs> so mindless good. sound on while I'm working. It's brilliant. Because um, I can't watch. You cannot watch a show if you're trying to work at the same time. No, not something that you're going. Not to something be. that you need to pay attention to. Like you can't watch Grey's Anatomy. Are well, you a Grey's Anatomy maybe, watcher? Maybe at the 20th season you can, because isn't it like the same <laughs> Not thing? Not me. I'm like Oh, you're obsessed. really into it. Yeah. Oh, I stopped Every watching week. it back when they like, Derek and What's Her Face found. Yeah, I was like done by. This is getting absurd. Oh my gosh. It's at first when it was like new interns and stuff, I was like, ew. Like Christina was gone. <laughs> How dare they? Everyone was gone. I was like, this is bullshit. And then they all probably of a sudden, should just I really... make a new show though, right? It's 
Like, because Doctor Gray's not even on it anymore, is she? Meredith is there. She's still there. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. And so is Karev. And Bailey. Okay, this is ridiculous. And Doctor Weber. They're still all on it. Yep. This is this is ridiculous. And now there's like some OGs that are still there, who used to be new. Oh, they're making guest appearances. And now they're still there. Um, but yeah, it's I. I don't know what it is. I just can't get it. All right, maybe I'll. I'll jump back on it um, in five years. So It'll still be there. Quick question. Who's yeah. your favorite actor? Mm, that's tough. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this last night. And honestly, I, after the Joker, I'm going to say Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah? But are we talking like looks or talent? Talent. Either Cillian Murphy or Joaquin Phoenix or oh. Johnny Depp. Oh, dang it. Because Johnny Depp is just so versatile and gets so into his roles and he's just so wacky and creative and brilliant um yeah oh, i'm t- i think i'm tarnished after the joker so yeah Joaquin phoenix so but have- sorry not okay. to interrupt you um i was trying to think of another guy but i forgot the name no Joaquin phoenix we'll go with him okay cillian murphy's great i think he's one of the most underrated actors who is that he's in um peaky blinders and he was in one of the batman movies and I he um, was in that movie with Rachel McAdams where he played like the creepy stalker on the plane trying to kill her. He's a great actor. He's just not on oh. a lot of movies. Oh. Yeah, he's really, really good. Um, Who's so yours? Last night, I think I finally chose one. Finally? Yeah. Who? Because I am always in between. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. I can see it. He, yeah, he's good. He's so good. He's pretty good. I, I feel think, like he's getting better as he gets older. Yeah. And he's getting better looking. Yes. I mean, as men do. He was not cute in Even Stevens. <laughs> no, he was in... Oh, was it even... It was, it was Even Stevens. Stevens, yeah. Not Lizzie McGuire. I thought he was in Liv- Lizzie McGuire. He McGuire. was in Even Stevens. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He... Um, yeah, he's Were so you good. watching Disney Prime? No, I didn't. <laughs> I haven't gone there. I'm not going the there. The Disney Plus. I was never that... I'm not that into it. Come on. No. Um, I was a more Nickelodeon fan. Doug. Doug. Ren and Stimpy was Nickelodeon too, wasn't it? Remember Cat Dog? Yes. Yeah. So good. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. What was the other one? All Real Monsters. Oh my God. Yeah. Man, Little things rascals. kids will never know. Um, yeah, things the future will never know. Well, yeah. they will now because, oh no, Nickelodeon will do Prime next. Nickelodeon Plus. Or when they watch Slime like, TV. Nickelodeon at night and I was seeing oh things my that God, yes. used to be so old and now so I'm So scary. Like, now things... That I used to watch her on there. That scary show, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Or, so so good. it used to scare the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, they don't make shows like that anymore. I know. Now they're all um, so, like, yeah. What's the word? Fruity. Like, big and, like, uh, outlandish in a way. It's just unrealistic all the time now. It's strange. <laughs> okay, you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Uh, oh, man. Okay, which one am I going to choose? Oh, I like Paul Rudd as well as an actor. I think he's fucking hilarious. Okay. Uh, okay, who who would you rather be the lifeguard who saves you from a Sharknado? <laughs> they couldn't have this just said shark. Actual, they had to go with Sharknado. Actual question. Okay. Uh, Tyler Posey. Who's that? Let mm-hmm. me see his face. Oh, I keep hitting my mic. I don't know who that is. Why would they even choose him? 
He must be famous for something. Who's someone. the other guy? Tyler Hoach- Hoechlin? I don't know either of these guys. Maybe we should pick a different question. Um, I don't know either one of those people. Do you? Tyler Hoechlin looks familiar. But Wait, isn't that the person that just died? I don't know. I don't know. Let's pick a different okay, question. Different one. <laughs> Who We're showing our age. Your sidekick when the world is under attack by aliens. Okay. Olivia Munn or Olivia Wilde? Oh, these are girls. Okay. Yeah. Um, neither, honestly. But. Olivia Munn is very tight because, like, she gets put into the same role every time, and I think she's mm. good at that role, but I, I find her obvious sarcasm, dryness, like, it's, I just know what to expect every time. Mm-hmm. So I'll say Olivia Wilde. Okay. I think I, I would pick Olivia Wilde, too. Um, Do one more that has a male actor we can, we identify with. Okay. Who Our would generation. You, who would you rather have as your personal butler, Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? Oh, I actually would say butler. neither. I would actually say neither. I'm not attracted to either one of them. Um, well, they're your butler. They just get to... Okay, fine. Justin Timberlake, because he can... <laughs> I th- I would pick Justin Timberlake, because he's so funny. He is really funny. And what's the song I... Oh, Sexy Back. Box. I'm bringing oh. sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> he could just his, sing that to me all day with Timberland. <laughs> his new album, or newer album... Man of the Woods or something. Okay, well, whatever really song good. came out. When we were in high school. No, the <laughs> last song he came out with that sounds like it's something out of a children's movie. Sunshine. In, oh, I got yeah, sunshine I in my pocket. pocket. I'm like, no. From the trolls. Darling, I think you ran out of <laughs> lyrics. You need to go write for a while because sunshine oh. in my pocket, really, Justin well, Timberlake? for a cartoon movie. Okay, but then he shouldn't release it on the radio. This is the, man that bro- this is the man that brought me sexy back. <laughs> And now you're singing about sunshine he in your pocket. To bring the sunshine back. Well, what kind of sunshine in your pocket are you talking about? Because <laughs> what is this sunshine? I'm just saying of? you can't tease me with things like sexy back and then come out with <laughs> is, trolls. Is that a sunshine in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? It makes me feel like he's having an ide- identity crisis. Well, like he sold been out a long time. Well, he needs to go back to Timberland and create some new beats because <laughs> he lost me on the sunshine. Yeah. Well. Uh, well we're not really bringing sexy back but (laughs) we're here i think we are we are we're bringing the new sexy back yeah and by new we mean the real you we're bringing the sexy in the 30s (laughs) (laughs) because you could still be sexy when you're not in your 20s i think you're sexier (laughs) you're sexier for sure because you're confident and know who you are you know what you want yeah so that's what we got today yeah i hope you guys liked it I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy holiday. Tomorrow. It's not. Oh, it'll be well, tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow <laughs> when you're listening to this. <laughs> Shit. Happy day before Thanksgiving, y'all. <laughs> um, next week, what are we talking about next week? Holidays. Holidays with a A Z E. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about um how to bounce back after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and maintain your routine after that. Stay, Stay motivated alive. for the rest of your year. And we're going to talk about some tips and tricks that we do to keep us energized Mm -hmm. um, because anxiety and stress really do make us tired. So we're going to do some research, report back, and talk to you guys about all our favorite little supplements, nutritional tips, exercise tips, um, and why also there is such a thing as drinking too much water. 
and that can actually make you more tired so yeah we'll talk about that next (laughs) week but uh click follow subscribe to all things girl go feed yourself Mm -hmm. if you like what you hear leave us a review please do guys if you don't have anything nice to say we don't want to hear we don't care (laughs) but please give us some sort of feeling of purpose let us know that you're listening and yeah like shout us out on instagram we want to share you guys we want to share the stories Mm -hmm. um and please answer our questions on instagram stories (laughs) no one else is reading them but us we want to get to know you guys so yeah, thank you all for listening, and over and out. No, <laughs> just so remember that we don't actually know, but, but you, you don't, don't either. either. Bye. Bye, happy Thanksgiving. Mwah.